What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. On today's show, I'm going to talk to you if you're just getting started or if you're kind of ramping up your business. So I realize the last few podcasts have been about my eight-figure entrepreneurs, a uh, new mastermind group that I launched and started, and it's been some high-level stuff. But I got a message for you if you're listening to that going, you know, these weren't for me. I'm just getting started. What can I take from this? And, um, and some actionable tips and some things I think that will change the way that you look at your business and this uh, real estate uh, game that you're trying to get into or you're trying to ramp up. So I'm going to play the theme music and then I'm going to come back with a, a short message for you guys that are just getting started or kind of growing your business right now. My name is Bill Allen and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping and this podcast is our playbook. All right, everybody. There's a couple things that I want to unpack from the previous like six podcasts that I did. Um, so I invited my eight-figure entrepreneurs on the show, uh, folks that are doing a couple million dollars uh, and trying to get over like 10 million plus. Uh, a couple of those talking about building billion-dollar companies, right? So uh, a lot of you, I got some feedback. I got some amazing feedback. A lot of people reached out and said, "Keep doing these. These are amazing. These are awesome. Like they're so inspiring." And then I got some feedback uh, via email, messenger, all over social media, places like that, um, Instagram messages that. Hey, are you ever going to teach anything about real estate over the next few shows? And so what I want to do is I want to come on today and I want to talk to those people. I want to talk to the people who are just getting started or might not see, have seen value from the last six shows. And, and I got a message for you specifically. Um, and it is tact, uh, tactical. It is um, a strategy that you need to implement into your business and really your, your life and your belief system. So um, I just got back from a, from a mastermind meeting. I was in Cancun, Mexico for the last week, and I just got back this week and trying to get caught up and everything like that. So this mastermind, and I, it was a lesson, like I'm, I'm watching these messages come in while I'm there, right? And there are people who... I know haven't actually taken a ton of action, they haven't gotten started, and they're just looking for that like silver bullet, right? And all the messages that I got from all the people that were grateful for the shows that we did, and uh, they didn't look at, at these people that were on the show as something that they, like, they're envious of and they wish they had that and they, they're kind of pointing at them going, why, that, why not me and all this stuff. They're really looking at that like inspiration, right? And the other side of the, of the table are folks that are saying like, I can't get anything from this. Like you can get a ton from them. Like you can get uh, massive changes in your life and your business if you'll just let it happen and listen and say, what, like, what am I hearing? What lens am I looking through? And what can I take from this um, to implement and, and be successful myself? Like what are some things, what are, you could listen to the last six or seven podcasts and go, what are the, what are the traits and characteristics that these people have that sets them apart from the rest that they've become so successful because of it? Like, what are the tweaks that they've made? What are those things? So I was at this mastermind the last week, and it's set up for um, three different groups of people. It was one event put on by, by one company, by one um, entrepreneur for three different groups. And when I sat back and I looked around the room, it, they didn't break them up. They didn't do different things for different people. It was all, like, it was all on a platter for all of them to devour. Um, and I got the opportunity to speak at this event. I talked about hiring and our system around hiring. And what I realized was, as I was putting this together, I, I, was, on the, I was on the third day to present. And I, I, fortunately, I was on the third day because the first day what I saw was 
I saw that I saw the audience. I saw what they were taking in. I saw people there that were doing $20 million a year in their business. And I saw people who are just getting started who haven't made a dollar yet. And I was trying to figure out how I talk to all of them. How do I create a 30 minute presentation that, that you know, 80% of the room or so could take from it? And people are gonna get different things, but how do I make it so high level for the people that are doing $20 million a year and so basic that the people who are just getting started can see how they can take a couple things from it? And it made me go back and think about these shows that I've done recently and some of the feedback that I got. And as I looked around the room and I looked at the event, what I noticed was the people that were in that room, whether they're just getting started or they're doing a ton of volume, they were all engaged and looking at the speaker and looking at the stage saying, I can get something from this person. Me too. I mean, I, have, I walked out of there with about 60 pages of notes, six zero, 60 pages of notes from three days of an event. And what I realized as I'm going through these notes is I can learn something from everyone. Everyone, even the brand new people, and I've seen it before, somebody comes to Flip Hacking Live or somebody comes to a runway event and they have a brand new perspective. And they can look at things totally differently. Like, why do you do that? Oh, we do it because we've always done that. That's, and they, they, can, they can see something from a different angle. And then when I'm talking to somebody who's really high level that's doing a lot of business, I can see, uh, they might see something that I don't, a small tweak in the business that could result in hundreds of thousands of dollars. So everybody has something like, what we do a lot of times in our life is we just shut things down. We're just like, oh, I'm not gonna get anything from this, so I turn off. I'm gonna go into, I, I saw a couple people in the hallway during some of the speakers because they, they found out what they were speaking about and they're like, oh, I don't need that. I'm gonna go in the hallway and I'm gonna network or I'm gonna go back to my room or I'm gonna skip this session. And oh man, it's, it hurts me, like it pains me to do that. I didn't miss a single session the whole time. And we're doing pretty well in our business. And my mindset is pretty strong. And I didn't miss a single session. And, I, and there were times where I was like, man, this is, there's some beginner stuff. I've heard this before. And then there was a voice inside of me that said, there's something that you can learn here. What is it? And so I would challenge you not just, and I'm not just talking about the past couple podcasts. It's really kind of just what triggered me to think about this and understand why the people that are saying, I can't get anything from this. Can you give me like actual tactical stuff? Can you give me these, these kind of things? what they're really saying is I'm not willing to, to look at things and think about what, like, what is, what's there for me. Everything, there's something there for you. There's a message and a story everywhere. So um, I really encourage you. I, I think that the change here is, is that, that needs to happen in all of us is that we open ourselves up to the fact that we can always learn something from anyone, any place, anything that we do. And, and we just need to look at it through a different lens. So I would challenge you like, and ask you, what lens are you looking through right now? Like, What's going on with you? And what are you, um, what are you thinking about? What do you, how, how, do you, how do you see the world? How do you see your business? How do you see your life? Is there always, you're always open to, uh, to new feedback, to new stories, to new things that are happening, to new experiences, and say, what can I learn from this? Um, it, I go back to the time where I take a walk with James uh, a lot. I'll take him to the park, just me and him, and we'll go for a walk. And I'm really, I'm much, I think about the future. I wanna go like way in the future. Um, I wanna move fast. I'm always thinking about the next three things that we're gonna do, but he is stuck in the moment all the time. Like he will stop and spend 10 minutes looking at a bug, just leaning down and looking at a bug during the walk for 10 minutes. I mean, this is a kid that doesn't have a 10 minute attention span in anything else in his life. 
but he sees a little ant and he's like, wow, he is amazed by it. He is, he is engaged in it. He, he can do nothing else for like 10 minutes than just stare at this bug walking along the path. And I'm sitting there going, let's go, let's go, let's go. We got places to be, we got things to do. And what it does is I have, I have to take a minute and just say, what is James trying to tell me? What is he trying to show me? And uh, it's really just to slow down and to, and, to, and to enjoy life and be in the moment. And that's what's so amazing about him when I spend time with him. And then I spend time with Lucy and she does something very similar. She wants to be in the moment and live in the moment and not think about two weeks, one year, two years from now. And like the people that I surround myself, they can all teach me something if I let them, right? And same for you. There is a lesson and a message in everything that's out there. Every single email that we send, every podcast that we do, um, every event that we put on, every webinar, every class, every RIA meeting now, like all the things in real estate, there's a message there for you if you figure out how to listen to it and open your heart up and open your mind up to it and be able to apply it. So there was something that came uh, from, this, uh, from this event and it was about beliefs. And I really think like this is the thing, this is the tactical thing that will change everything for you if you change your beliefs. Like you truly, really change your beliefs. So the people that were, that were frustrated by the past few podcasts that we did, it was their belief system that wasn't allowing them to open up uh, their mind and their heart to it and say, what can I learn from this? Um, it, they're looking for the silver bullet. They're looking for the quick win, the easy way. And really, if you come back to it, like your beliefs will either, um, either take, like serve you and take care of you and, and move you forward, or they'll completely annihilate you. Right, And so your belief system and the things that are going on in your head, if you can really tune into that and, and figure that out, it, it's a game changer. Um, we have this, like, we talk about the hero's journey a lot, at least I do, and I've been nerding out on it a ton, and we have this call to adventure and this refusal of the call. And the refusal of the call typically comes from a place. So you might be, feel called to do this, called to jump into real estate, um, called to get to the next level of your business. Um, just, just, just to get started, like, we know, like, real estate is the way. It's the way to financial freedom. It's the way to time freedom. It's the way to make impact. It, it is the way like it's just it, my son and I were watching the Mandalorian and he they would keep saying like um, I have spoken this is the way right like the all I hear is real estate is the way all the time and that was the transition and the belief change that I needed to have to move from stock market investing and all that stuff over to real estate so your beliefs will either serve you and take care of you and, and propel you in the future or they will completely annihilate you so Think about that belief system and what's coming up. And, and anytime you feel that way, take a pause and say, wait, like, why am I feeling this way? What, what's happening? Like, what is my belief system? How can I change? Like, these other people are massively successful. Why is that? What are they doing? What are they doing that I'm not doing? What are their habits? What are their techniques? What can I pull from this, this you know, hour-long conversation that Bill and him are having or Bill and her are having? Like, what are the things that have made them so successful? And that's what I was trying to get across to you guys. Um, but there was something that, that, and the event was put on by Russell Brunson. He's a marketing mentor of mine. I'm in a high-level mastermind group with him. And he said something that was really powerful. And I'm, I'm going to read it here because I was like, oh, and, and this is, these are my notes that I took. This is probably not exactly what he said. But we talked about get, being in pain, right? Uh, the reason why we have this call to adventure is there's, there's things in our life that we don't like. We want to change. We want to do differently. We might want... Um, I mean, you really have a, a couple things. You either have this longing or a need in your life, right? And then we want to go to a pleasureful area. We want to go to a place that we have financial freedom. We have choices. We have the things that we, that we want to do. And that call to adventure is kind of sitting in the middle, right? And, um, and then what he said was, um, he said something about the chess pieces 
being moved around the board, like everything that's happening in our lives, all the good things and bad things. He, he talked about God being, being there to kind of move the chess pieces around and you are a piece of that. So all the things that are happening in your life and all the experience that you're having, good or bad, are just, they could be a complete setup. And my pastor talked about this about a year ago. He's talking about like, is this a setup for where we, want, we need to go in the future and what we want to do? And, um, and, and what he's preparing us for, like the tools that he's giving and the skills that he's giving and the experiences and all that things, is it a preparation for the future of, of what he's going to need us to do, what we will be called to do? So is, is all of, like, wherever you are, if you're 60 or 70 years old or you're 19 years old, right, just getting started, like, it doesn't matter. Like, all of your life experience, everything you've gone through could have just been a setup for exactly where you need to be right now and what you're being called to do. So when you get that calling, you get that tap on the shoulder and, and, and you're sitting in it and it's like, I just, Bill, just give me the tactics, give me the strategies. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to give you the belief. Like I believe in you before you believe in you. And I really think that's it. Like that is the game changer. It's the belief. Like, are we being set up and, and put in a position to make that decision to go? Like to, to forget about that refusal. Like don't refuse the call. You get the calling, you need to go. So if real estate is the way, like go. And so what I wrote down is, is a question that I asked myself while he was talking through this. He talked about um, outwitting the devil and Napoleon Hill uh, that, that wrote it and how 98% of the world are drifters. So we have drifters that sit in fear and then the prime movers that act. They, they go in faith and they act. And I know the people that are listening to this like um, are, are the prime movers. You're the people that are, that are moving forward in faith and, and taking action and things like that. And when we sit upon fear, um, the 98%, the other people that are out there in the world, they get acted upon. So uh, I, what I wrote was, I wrote a question for myself. I'm gonna pose it to you guys at the end of this show right now. So um, I wrote, did all the decisions that I've ever made in the positions that I've been in, did they give me the skills and put me into a place to be able to do what God wants and needs me to do? So I'm going to read that one more time. It's, this is a question, as he was talking through this and, and talking about the, the chess pieces moving around the board by God to give us the skills and the tools and the positions that we need to be in, I wrote down, did all the decisions that I've ever made in my life and the positions that I've been in give me the skills and put me into a place to be able to do what God wants and needs me to do? And that, that question came up over and over and over again this week as I was thinking about my military career and my leadership skills and, and, and the challenges and the struggles in my life and all the failures that I've had and all the problems and all those things. Like, were they a setup for exactly where I need to be right now and in the future of what I'm, what I'm positioned to do? Like, we were all created by this, um, this amazing, amazing God, uh, at least in my beliefs. And... And man, we're being set up for something bigger, like way bigger than what we can even see. Like we're a piece of, of the entire equation. And so um, I'm going to pose that question to you. Um, all the decisions that you made and all the positions that you've been, do they set you up for this moment right now of what you're called to do and where you want to go and, and all of the things that the, the direction that you want to go, the challenges you want to take on, the things that you feel like are, are overwhelming and, and impossible and, and, and you can't do it. Is it a giant setup for exactly why you need to do that? Because God is going to put you in a position and, and, and has a need for you down the road. And, and right now, that calling that you're getting, that, that voice, that, that, that thing on your shoulder, that tap, you know, that call to adventure, take it. Don't miss it. And those last five or six shows that we did, those were all people that were called and said yes. And what happens is they go through trials and tribulations and struggles and they come out on the other side with the elixir and they come back into the world to be able to, to pour that back into you and everybody else and, and give that back. So don't miss it. Like, don't miss it. When you listen to these shows or you see these presentations or you get the opportunity to come to some of our events or whatever it is, don't miss it. Like, don't miss it. 
because it's right there and that tap on the shoulder is, is the direction that you need to go, that calling, say yes to it. Just say yes and go. So that's what I got for you. I'm gonna read this question one more time and I'll leave you guys with that. Did all the decisions that you've ever made and the positions that you've been in give you the skills and put you into a place to be able to do what God wants and needs you to do?